Steve Moore, thank you so much for being on with us. Hey, see, good to be with you, and uh, you are so right about I just heard what everything you just said, and you're spot on, my friend. And, you know, these are the same people, by the way, uh, all these economists from Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, and, you know, at the uh, Washington Post, the New York Times, who, uh, you know, because I was on the campaign trail and uh, with Trump, and they'd say, oh, Trump's going to cause a second Great Depression. He's going to destroy the stock market and our economy. But now here we are three years later with the best economy in 30 years, and they're saying, oh, you know, it's the, it's the Obama effect. And, you know, so you can't. So if the economy had tanked, it would have been Trump's fault. But since it's doing well, it's Obama, Obama gets the credit. This is called a double standard. And, you know, the old saying is if it weren't for double standards, uh, liberals wouldn't have any standards at all. <laughs> could Steve, if you could possibly share with our audience some of the things that the president reversed of the failed Obama policies that has, in fact, stimulated the economy. Many of our listeners have no clue exactly what uh, catapulted this economy. From your point of view, talk to us about that. Well, first, let's start with the big picture here. I mean, uh, and, and let's give Barack Obama uh, his due. You know, the, we did have a recovery from that terrible uh, Bush recession. Um, it was a modest recovery at best, but it was a recovery. And, try, and Obama's right that we should really salute the fact that this is an amazing America that we have now uh, been growing now for 10 years, uh, more than 10 years without a recession. That's a fabulous, fabulous performance. Uh, but what happened, you know, we had kind of a, a, at best, a kind of mediocre, at best, a mediocre recovery under Obama, but the economy growing at, you know, barely 2%, kind of limping along, but it was growing. And then, you know, Trump comes in and it's like, you know, trading in a pinot for a Porsche. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the economy just started, you know, we all felt it, right? It was just like, uh, you know, the, the speed up in the economy, the big, big increase in, in job creation. Now, we have six and a half million uh, surplus jobs today, which has never happened before in the history of this country. And wages, you know, that's the other thing. Wages have grown at a very nice pace. Uh, the average income has risen about $4,500 per family you know, for, for middle-class families since Trump took office. So, uh, you know, it, I think the difference is we had a recovery under Obama. We've had a boom under Trump. A recovery under Obama, a boom under Trump that is absolutely undeniable. Steve, is it then uh, incumbent upon the president to run on that economic record? And are there any Democrats who can possibly, including Bloomberg, uh, challenge him on uh, this record? And please chime in on Bloomberg, if you would. Well, the la first of all, the last thing the Democrats want to talk about is the economy. That's why they very rarely talk about it these days. Um, the I was on CNN this morning uh, debating uh, a woman from the Washington Post who was saying, you know, taking this Obama line that, oh, you know, Trump inherited this great economy. You know, CL, if, he, if Trump inher inherited a great economy uh, that left by Obama, then Hillary Clinton would be president today. But it wasn't a great economy. The economy was actually you know, decelerating, not accelerating. Uh, so, yeah, um, you know, it was James Carville, who was uh, Bill Clinton's chief e uh, political advisor, who was so famous for saying it's the economy stupid. And it was Ronald Reagan, who both in 1980 and 84, you know, asked voters, are you better off than you were four years ago? And I think that's exactly what, you know, Donald J. Trump will do in this year, uh, you know, to asking the American people, are you better off? And of course, for the vast, not everyone, but for the vast majority of Americans, they are certainly better off. And as you know, because, you know, Trump loves to talk 
about what he has done for minorities. And, you know, this is a president who has reduced the black and Hispanic unemployment rate to record lows. And at the same time, when incomes are going up for minorities, which is, you know, Trump is very proud of that and justifiably so. And you're absolutely right, Steve. Steve Moore, economist extraordinaire and, of course, uh, a key figure in the turnaround of our American economy, advising the president of the United States, Donald Trump, is my special guest. Tomorrow night, uh, Steve, as you know, I'm uh, on the advisory board, Black Voices for Trump. We're going to take over the war room there at uh, Trump headquarters, and uh, it is going to be uh, interactive. Uh, we're going to be Washington, D.C.? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be right there in D.C. We're going to take over the war room there. And, Steve, just be, be sure to stay tuned to what's going on. I mean, you are, you are the, the man. And so, uh, you know, I've been saying, you tell me if I'm wrong about this, okay? You, you know, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I want, your, I want your honest opinion. I've been saying that Donald Trump will do better with black Americans in 2020 than any Republican in the last 40 years. Oh, there's no question about it. And Steve, I remember on the campaign trail, the president said to a black audience mostly, uh, whether you vote for me or not, I will be your greatest champion. And Steve, promise made, promise kept. That's that's the way that is. Tell us about your give us your insight onto the into the Bloomberg campaign, Steve Moore. Uh, Give us your take on that. I think it's unique. Well, Michael Bloomberg uh, is, first of all, let me start by saying, you know, I, as you do, I mean, I travel all over this great country, everywhere from Portland, Oregon to Portland, Maine, and everywhere in between. Uh, I was in California. I was in Pennsylvania. I was in Florida. I was in Delaware. Uh, you know, I've been, you know, all over the place. And uh, every time I, you know, go to my hotel and I turn on the uh, TV, what do you think I see? Bloomberg ads. I mean, he is spending he has already probably spent close to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions. By the way, he has already spent more money than the Koch brothers spent five years. Wow. You know, so the left loves to talk about all that evil, you know, Coke money. Wait a minute. Bloomberg is, is going to blow away how much money the Cokes are spending. So he is deluging the airwaves with, with ads. They're good ads. I have to say they're, they're good ads. Um, and uh, so he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, but he wants to destroy our oil and gas industry. He wants to um, ha- have um, the government take over the health care system. Um, and he has, um, you know, problems, I think, in terms of uh, supporting major tax increases that I think would just, you know, erase a lot of the gains that we've made on the economy. And you know what, Steve? Absolutely, uh, that would be the end result of a Bloomberg presidency. But can uh, you're an economist, Steve? You you've been in and out of Washington D.C. for ages now. And let me ask you this, because our audience would like to hear the answer to this question from someone like you. Bloomberg being worth billions, literally billions, can maybe tens of billions. Maybe tens of billions. Can a presidency actually be bought? Can someone actually buy that type of thing? He's shot up in the in the polls uh, right now. Is that possible? It is possible. Yeah, it is possible. I mean, you know, money you can't buy you love, but it might be. <laughs> we'll find out, right? I mean, if he, if he doesn't do it, 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 it. But look, you know, it's a sharp contrast. I was thinking about this the other day. 
because you know you worked a bit with uh, Trump in 2016, and I, I did a lot, you know, and and it always amazed me how little money Donald Trump spent. You know, that was the thing that people didn't realize. He he didn't have to spend a lot of money because he was in the newspapers every day and on TV every day. You know, Bloomberg has to pay for it, whereas Trump was such a master marketer that he was able to get it for free. Uh, but in the end of the day, I just don't think a lot of Americans actually know that much about Bloomberg, right? Right. I, I bet a lot of people don't even – I bet 80% of people don't even know that when he was the mayor of New York, he was a Republican. Right. Did you know that? Right, exactly right. You're exactly right. I mean, so what is he? One day he's an independent, the next day he's a Republican, the next day he's a Democrat. I mean, the guy just wants power, right? This is what liberals do. They want power, and he'd run under the communist ticket if he thought he could win with it. You know, so I think uh, people are going to have to really listen to – you can't watch his fancy, you know, uh, Madison Avenue ads – you have to actually look at his record. He destroyed the coal industry. He's running around the country talking about, how, bragging about how many coal miners he's put out of work. Steve, I have about. Um, Steve, I have about um, forty, uh, about uh, four, about four minutes, about four minutes left with you. But I, I want you to share with us anything that uh, how people can get a hold with of you to bring you to a city near them, to a venue uh, uh, near them. Any how do, how do how do you get in touch with Steve Moore? Uh, tell us about that. Anything that's on your mind. Anyway, I you know I love the work that we do at Freedom Works. Together, FreedomWorks is one of my favorite organizations in Washington, and uh, they are, you know, the activists who really get out there, people, uh, you know, really pounding the pavement for freedom. And so, uh, you know, people should contact FreedomWorks if they want to get a hold of me or you. And uh, it's, uh, but I'm just a crusader for Trump at this point. I think, you know, the guy has done an amazing job. I saw him just a few weeks ago. I said, Mr. President, this is working better than I even thought it would. (laughs) You know, I mean, he's. He's the first president I've been in a long time who's actually exceeded my expectations rather than most politicians let you down. He's actually exceeded my expectations. And he has. And that is why I'm thinking he's going to be reelected by a tsunami. And we need to get the minority vote. I mean, we need, why, why would blacks and Hispanics not vote for Donald Trump? Look what he's done for these communities. I loved the school choice thing. You and I care so much about that issue. He wants to give as many as a million black parents and children an opportunity to go to good schools liberals are against that trump is for it and friends that is the bottom line can a parent and should a parent be able to educate their child and have the opportunity to do that the way they want to my guest has been my good friend steve moore economist extraordinaire and someone who did found what has been known as the club for growth thank you so much for being on with me uh steve we'll talk to you real soon